0: You've made it through another week here on the quarantine. This is the Locked On Syracuse podcast, and we're here for you every single weekday, Monday through Friday. This show brought to you by Built Bar. Be sure to go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get $10 off your first box. That's BuiltBar.com. Promo code Locked On, $10 off your first box. Tyler Rocky and Tim Leonard with you here today. We're going to get back to our conversation with the defensive utility man Derek McDonald in just a sec. But first, be sure to check us out everywhere online on Twitter at LO underscore Syracuse. You can also follow Tim at Tim underscore Leonard four and myself at Tyler Aki underscore. All right, let's get into our conversation here with Derek McDonald. Today's show, we're going to focus a little bit on his high school days and also what the future holds for Syracuse because... Again, in this era of digital recruiting, a lot of these guys are going out and helping out in those efforts as well. So we'll kind of give you a deep dive into that as well as who could be next for the Orange, especially at that quarterback position. We'll talk to Derek McDonald about that
1: right now. Well, one thing that stood out when we were kind of researching this is your high school coach, Alan Chadwick, had a lot of high praise for you in terms of your work ethic and obviously playing down in Georgia, you play against a lot of really talented players, but what did it mean to hear kind of those comments from your coach and what has he taught you throughout the years?
2: Uh, I mean, really, it it means everything because uh, it goes both ways. He's, I have all the praise in the world for him and he's the one who really, when I came into Marist in seventh grade, he, he was always there. He was challenging me and he's the one who kind of really fueled that work ethic and how good of a player I am today. So it's, it all goes to him and what he's done for me. And I can't thank him enough. So it means a lot. One of the guys that he coached
0: back in the day is Sean McVeigh, who is the mm-hmm. name in NFL coaching. It seems like these days, what has he kind of told you about McVeigh and what kind of lessons uh, has he imparted on you that I mean, this is a guy who's now one of the hot coaches in the NFL. He went to a Super Bowl two years ago. What has he told you about McVay?
2: Um, Really just the, the wit, how, how smart he was and how he understood the game and how he could really just read defenses. And that's why he's such a successful coach in the NFL right now because of how smart he is and uh, the approach he takes to the game. So that's something that I definitely try to do in football is uh, be smart and not just... It's not just physical but it's also a mental game, so
1: what's it like playing high school ball in the state of Georgia? I imagine there's some pretty big stadiums and everything down there and, and a good
2: amount of competition. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. I, I think it's one of the the best high school football states in the country, so we play some really good competition and I think that's that's really good for me and really good for our team. So it's what I think that's what's made me a, a great player is playing all these good kids and even kids i've been playing since i was in peewee football so yeah there's
0: so many great players that come out of the state of georgia and even guys that are maybe a year or two older than you who is the best or or even most
2: famous player that you have played against um i'd have to say my teammate from uh last year kyle hamilton the safe he's a safety at notre dame now and he played a lot of games as a freshman. I think he's uh, he's on track to do some really cool things there, and he was he's probably the best player I've ever played with and freaky athletic and a super nice guy and actually a really good friend of mine. So, yeah, it was definitely very cool playing with him and being around him. Well, not to bring
1: up a sore subject here, but you had another safety in your grade, Josh Moore, and I know Syracuse was after him pretty hard. We actually found out just before we recorded this that he picked Stanford, today. So, how close do you think he was to Syracuse if if you know at all?
2: Um, I think he was pretty close. I mean, he included them in his top 6, but I think he wanted to play at a more of a kind of big name, more famous powerhouse program and he was really interested in Notre Dame and uh also Stanford. So, I think it's it's the right choice for him. He's a really good player and he really values you, values academics, so um, I'm excited to see him uh, commit there. I mean, it seems like you guys have some pretty pretty
0: intelligent guys I mean, on your team. And in high school, I mean, he's going to Stanford. You had some Ivy League offers. So, I mean, h- how many players on your team do you think will play
2: D one? Um, let's see. In my grade, probably I think we'll have like five, maybe six, or something like that. So, my grade definitely has a a lot, and then. Great below me we got probably a couple guys that will so I mean it's really just the program and the coaching and then they kind of mold us into the players and make us ready to play at the next level.
1: Are you and the other 2021 guys kind of banding together and trying to recruit anyone else to maybe join this Syracuse 2021 class?
2: Yeah that's definitely a part of the job we're trying to get some more some more kids to come and join and make it a a great class and help uh, shape this program up for the future and help us to be successful. So we've been, uh, we've been trying to do that. Yes, sir.
0: One of the guys that Syracuse fans were really looking forward to maybe having come was Riley Leonard. He obviously goes out the other day, picks Duke. What was the pitch to Leonard? and, And if you even talked to him at all,
2: Um, just trying to tell him how great Syracuse is and that it's a place that You could really thrive and you know we're already building great relationships with the the commits we have now and just kind of telling him that we'd love him to be here and how appreciated he would be but i mean he picked a pretty good school so we'll see all right
1: more from derek mcdonald in just a second great interview with him but first got to tell you about the best tasting protein bars on the market those are of course built bars Go to builtbar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and that will get you $10 off your first box of built bars today. That's builtbar.com, promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off. These built bars, they're candy bars that are somehow healthy for you. They're great for after a workout, before a workout, something to motivate you to do some in home workouts right now. And I actually just ordered my second box today because I am officially out. Got all my favorite flavors, so that is coming soon. And I'm excited. You can order your own box right now and get $10 off that first box. Go to builtbar.com, use the promo code locked on.
0: There's all this talk now. Okay, who is going to be the quarterback in this class? And who could maybe be the guy that ends up replacing Tommy DeVito when he graduates or moves on to the NFL? Who. Have you guys really seems like maybe putting the the press on to be that quarterback in your class?
2: Um, you know, I'm not really sure right now. I don't. Yeah, I don't look into that stuff too much. But uh, I think if there's there's a guy that they think's close, there's a guy that they really like, they'll, they'll let us know and tell us to reach out to him and talk to him. So uh, I think we'll see moving forward.
1: Yeah, I'm sure the coaching staff is is on top of that now for mm-hmm. sure in terms of your high school career, what is the most memorable play, maybe not even in high school, just in your football career in general that you've had so far?
2: Um, Let's see. Well, this year, uh, I, I think I'll probably have two from my high school career, but this year, uh, we always play St. Pius, who's our, our biggest rival. And we've been playing them for, I don't know, even like 50 years or something like that. And, Uh, our first play on offense actually we had been practicing it all week we ran a play action pass and I ran a little flag route and uh, I had some space and quarterback delivered a ball and I took it 80 yards to the house on our first offensive play of the game and that was probably one of the craziest moments of my career so far and then um, also actually last year in the playoffs we went up to Mary Persons and it was the I think the quarterfinals they were undefeated and they have some crazy fans that's all they have up there is football pretty much and uh we were up we were up by like a touchdown and uh coach sent me on a blitz I was playing linebacker because I was a sophomore so he sent me on a blitz I got by the running back and actually sacked the quarterback kind of ended the game and uh that was that was a pretty crazy moment to upset them and a rainy crazy game in the playoffs so those are two uh pretty amazing moments for my career so far
0: Those are cool because you've got them on both sides of the ball. Something that I want to know now with you, looking ahead to your your senior season here when we hopefully get it, is that something that maybe Syracuse or even your high school coaching staff has talked to you about? Like, hey, we want you to just focus on the defensive side of of the ball and maybe not play offense.
2: No, neither has really talked about that. I think they like that I play both sides of the ball, and especially for my high school, I think I'll be needed on both sides of the ball, so... Um, no, we haven't talked about that, but I think it'll, it'll be fine. It's something that I've been doing for as long as I played football as playing both sides. So yeah, I think, I think I'll be ready and I'll continue to do that next year. Yeah. Well, Syracuse
1: does have one tight end that also plays on the line and Chris Elmore currently on the roster, but we'll see down the road. I, I was impressed with your tight end tape too. So I think it'd be cool if you did ultimately play both sides, but obviously a great addition to the defensive side of the ball for sure. Um off the field, what is your favorite musical artist?
2: Um well, I live down in Georgia so I listen to a lot of country. My favorite artist right now is probably a guy named Tyler Childers who he plays kind of country and uh bluegrass music. Most people haven't heard of him, but uh that's the kind of music I like to listen to. So yeah, uh, yeah, he's definitely a, my favorite artist right now.
0: What is your go-to meal? Well, here I, actually, I'll. We traditionally have just Chick Fil A on here, but there's a bunch of great Southern chain fast food restaurants. What What's your favorite one of all, all of them? And then, what's your go-to meal at said restaurant?
2: Oh, that's a tough one. Um, yes, yeah. I guess I'd have to go Chick Fil A just because it's it's so popular down here, and it's okay. It's so easy, and uh, I'd say my my go-to meal there. I usually get a 12-nugget meal with a lemonade because they make their own lemonade, and it's really good. And then I also get a the deluxe chicken sandwich that comes with cheese, lettuce, and tomato. So that's my go-to Man. meal there, and it's hard to beat. Yeah. yeah. Well, You're in luck because Syracuse
0: just got a Chick-fil-A. I think it's the only Chick-fil-A outside of New York City in the entire state. They got it, what, wow. two, three years ago yeah. now? Yeah. So, uh, you will have a little Chick-fil-A up there and, and I've always heard rumors that they're going to open one up a little closer to campus too, but, um, so Glad that's something that it. you can look forward to, but you're not going to get any of the <laughs> other chains that you're used to down South. I'll tell you that right now.
1: Yeah, yeah I, uh, that's all right. that made my mouth water. We're talking kind of around lunchtime here and I have not ate and I, the Chick-fil-A <laughs> sauce is just so money with the nuggets too. I don't, do you yeah. have a
2: favorite sauce there? I usually just go for barbecue with my nuggets, but, uh, I'm with you. I I know the Chick-fil-A sauce is good too. Yeah.
0: I'm not big on the Chick-fil-A sauce. I I don't know why. I don't like to get adventurous with the sauces. I'm a hot sauce, barbecue sauce guy. So I'm with you. I like the barbecue Mm -hmm. sauce pick right there for the NFL. Um, is your, are you a Falcons fan?
2: I am, unfortunately.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, Tim's a Patriots fan. So we'll let you two hash out that that Super Bowl from a couple <laughs> years ago. Um but we'll, a, Syracuse player, <laughs> a Syracuse player A Syracuse player just got drafted to the Falcons with Sterling Hoffrichter. Um, is that something that you you're looking forward to watching and seeing a guy who graduated from the the same university you're about to attend now go up and and suit suit up and probably be the starting punter for your Atlanta Falcons?
2: Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely really cool, and uh, I'll look forward to seeing him and seeing what hopefully the see if the Falcons can actually put together a good complete season. So,
1: all right, so we know you're interested in sports journalism in Newhouse a little bit. Kind of a tough one here, kind of putting you on the spot. But if you could interview one athlete, past or present, who would it be?
2: Right now, um, I'd have to say George Kittle. He's he's okay. my guy. He seems Why like him? a like a wild card kind of guy too. Yeah, I just love the way he plays and uh, all that he kind of does everything on the field and plays with a lot of energy. So I think he'd be pretty fun to interview. I
0: remember you mentioning earlier how you you always kind of said you you love the allure of the ACC and you wanted to play in the ACC. And yeah, you're, you're in Atlanta. That's, that's the home of Georgia Tech. So there's the ACC alert there, but I mean, the South, you think SEC country, what made the ACC so much more appealing?
2: I think just the, um, the blend of academics and athletics the schools provide I, the SEC schools are, it's cool to see the big football programs, but mostly it's a uh, just kind of huge schools with not the greatest academic, uh, rigor and so I think Syracuse and more ACC schools definitely have a, a little more appeal in, in that regard. Yeah it'll be
1: cool if they maybe play Georgia Tech on the schedule when you're there or you'll get a chance mm-hmm. to play a couple of teams down that way maybe Clemson I don't know how far that's probably still pretty far away but on another note uh, during this quarantine is there a TV show that you've been binge watching?
2: Um, Let me think I've watched I actually watched Outer Banks, which just came out on Netflix, and that show was really good. And then I also rewatched The Office with my brother the other a few weeks ago. So those are two pretty good shows that uh, I binge-watched, yeah.
0: Everybody that's come on this podcast has said yeah. Outer Banks. <laughs> you are You're like right. the third or fourth guy who said that now. <laughs> and uh, so that that is next on my list. I, I just finished Ozark. Have you been watching – this has been the, the topic that's dominated the the sports landscape right now. But have you been watching
2: The Last Dance? Oh, yeah, for sure. What, what, what have you thought of it? I Actually, I enjoyed it a lot, probably even more than like watching with my parents because I never got to see Michael Jordan play or anything like that. So kind of seeing into his life and his career is definitely something that's really cool for me and gave me a better perspective on the the debate of who the GOAT is, I guess.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, so before you watched it, were you a guy who thought LeBron was the GOAT?
2: I've always, I don't know, I, it's, it's hard for me to decide because I knew that I never got to see Jordan play, so it wasn't really fair. And yeah. I grew up a LeBron fan, and I've always watched LeBron. But I think after seeing the documentary, I'd have to say Jordan is the GOAT just from uh, what I've seen. But maybe LeBron can catch him, I don't know. He just
0: and- has that different gear to him. Like yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's stories about LeBron going and talking trash to someone and then backing it up, but we don't really see much of that with Jordan. You you kind of knew the stories, and now you're seeing it all kind of get backed up, and and I feel like that adds to his legend and mystique,
1: especially for the younger generation.
2: hmm Definitely.
1: All right, one more before we let you go here. Kind of along the same lines, another sports journalism question of sorts, but is there a podcast – and again, don't say ours. We <laughs> we know you've listened before, but is there a podcast that you listen to that you enjoy a lot or maybe even just a favorite sportscaster?
2: Um, not necessarily a podcast, but I know they do have a podcast. I, I always like to watch First Take on ESPN with Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman because I just <laughs> – they really get into it, and I love to see them yeah. fight and debate about all these uh, current sports topics and stuff like that. So I'd say Stephen A. Smith and Max are definitely two people that are I like a lot, and I always watch that show when I wake up. In did the you morning see and that? I have some time. Did you
0: see that Stephen A. Actually, a couple years ago, the year that Syracuse went ten and three, Stephen A. Came up and he actually spoke to the Syracuse football team in that off season.
2: Yeah, I actually did see that. I was. That was really
0: cool. I feel like Atlanta too. For you, as, as someone that wants to go into to sports journalism, that's a nice little hub for for some internships and stuff like that. I know you've got the CNN towers down there. So there's the mm-hmm. I think TNT's yeah, um, TNT is there. Yeah. TNT is NBA TV there too. I think they're they're also based out I of think Atlanta. It might be. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I think um, you're right. certainly for life after football. You've got some great opportunities down there, Atlanta. Derek, thanks so much for the time. Really appreciate you hopping on with us, and we're looking forward to watching your senior season and eventually when you get up to Q's.
2: Yep, thanks so much,
0: guys. Great stuff with Derek. should be a very, very interesting rest of the offseason for the Syracuse football team as the recruiting train continues to chug along. And we've got another one. Syracuse did land another 2021 football recruit, so we will discuss him on Monday's show, also get into the logistics of college football returning, including some research that has come out of Syracuse University about what exactly a new college football season will look like, financial logistics, and all that good stuff, and... You've heard us talk to all these football guys, but we have been promising you a Hoops guest for a long time. And we're finally going to have it for you. Eric Dievendorf will be on the program next week. So be on the lookout for that. Should be tons of fun. A lot to get to next week. And we're definitely looking forward to it here on our end as well. So everyone stay safe. Everyone stay healthy. Everyone have a great Memorial Day weekend out there in Cuse Nation. Looking forward to talking to you next week.